0: You're listening to Creatively Geeky, the support group for your creative process.
1: Hello and welcome to the Creatively Geeky show. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Today I'm joined by Ray and Chris, my usual compatriots. And we've got a new guy joining us, Cyrus. What's going on, man?
2: Well, hello there.
1: <laughs> How's everyone been doing? Good. Peachy. Please tell me you're not going to do this in the <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> this is our catch-up episode where we go around and talk about the media that we have been uh, we've been consuming. So, um, as usual, we'll start with what we've been watching. Uh, would anyone like to go first?
0: <laughs> well, no.
1: Tell <laughs> you what, I'll jump in first. Um, so uh, no surprise, but I've been watching Ahsoka. And, uh, we were talking a little bit before the beginning of the show. Um, I have not watched the current episode as we record this. It's a, uh, it's Wednesday, September 13th. Uh, I did not watch like last night's episode. I have not had it spoiled for me, but I ha I do follow several people online that literally I know are huge star Wars fans are fans of the show and their posts were literally just like clapping or, Oh my God, what did I just watch? Like they're all the, everyone seems to be very pleased. Um, I have watched the first four episodes and I'm really liking this series. Like I, I am greatly enjoying the series. If you, and what's funny was, is I, I've told a lot of people, I'm like, yeah, I got to watch the first episode, but I haven't been able to catch up on the last three. I've been really busy with other stuff. And everyone always says the first, the first thing everyone always says is you did watch rebels, right? And I'm like, yes, I'm I'm good. Cause if you didn't watch rebels, you'd be like, I have no idea what's going going on in this show. So, uh ray you you were pointing at yourself i'm assuming you, you never watched rebels
3: yep. so the best thing i can i've done is uh watch a couple of youtube videos to catch up mm-hmm. and i'm not emotionally involved so
1: <laughs> fair enough uh, yeah see like i'm totally emotionally involved as as so... a, every new character or as every character from the cartoon is brought oh. into live action it's like you know it's
3: the the
1: the animated gif of him you know oop, oop. <laughs> yeah. yeah so um yeah i'm i'm really enjoying this series um there are some things there's that have come up that i'm just like i vaguely remember it, like i kind of remember it happening and are you know tying back to rebels so there are some parts i'm just like i think i remember that and maybe it's a little fuzzy so i may have to go back and kind of go back over a few things uh si, have you been watching it
2: i have actually uh again i haven't seen the one that just came out but uh yeah. I'm really digging the show, dude. Like, uh, the music is so good. The acting man, Ray Stevenson.
1: Wow. The yes, the casting they did on this is fantastic. Um, so here's a little funny side note. When I, I pointed out to the boys, I was like, Oh, by the way, the, the woman who plays, um, um, uh, um, oh, I'm I'm blanking on her name. Um, uh, kind of the motherly figure. Um, the motherly figure. Um, oh, I'm blank. Mary, uh, Mary was uh, Elizabeth Winstead's character.
2: Oh, um, what Hera? Hera.
1: I was blanking on her name. Hera. I was like, oh yeah. I was like, did y'all know that she's married to uh, Obi Wan Kenobi? And they're like, yeah. what? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, she's married to. And the first thing Alex said is, "How old is Obi Wan Kenobi?" And I'm like, oh, I don't think it's let me look, I was looking up, and I was like well she's thirty nine and he's fifty two that and there Alex literally goes, that's weird dad I'm like, well, when you get older, you know that difference in time doesn't make is it's not that big a thing. I said now, for you, on the other hand, it would be like your future wife wasn't even born yet, so yeah, it's a little weird for you,
0: <laughs> but also if he's married and you' gonna get together, then it's a little not
1: great, yeah, so um but, yeah, no, the casting on it is fantastic. um, the fight seems to be great uh I, I, like i said i and everyone i know i've I've talked to that is a fan of rebels, like I said, you really do have to be either a fan of rebels or at least watched it uh seems to be really digging the show, so uh that's pretty much what I've been watching. The only other things like my wife and I finished up um uh, the righteous gemstones, and we started on we're kind of going back through Danny McBride stuff. So, we started on Vice Principles, and we've gotten to the beginning of season two. It's gotten a little dark, and I'm, I'm not sure if Christy's going to keep going with it, but we'll see. So, uh, it is, it is pretty fun. It, if you like Danny McBride's humor, it's you know very crass, very crude, but it's it's really funny. So, especially considering it's set in a education setting, so it's just like you know, hearing him just like you know, cuss and out the language constantly you know towards the kids on the we're just like oh man if only if only. That's, <laughs> that's, that's yeah so uh ray what have you been watching
3: uh i'll let you use blow up because that's i literally just forgot we were watching that fair enough then maybe i will you uh,
1: uh,
3: yeah i i was gonna say i just watched uh chaos on the bridge it's a 2014 documentary uh, of kind of the breakdown of what happened on the next generation mm-hmm. and hmm. all, of the, all the background stuff as to um, how uh, Jean-Luc Picard was, almost wasn't like Patrick Stewart wasn't actually considered and who else they were considering for the captain role as well as uh, Gene Roddenberry and kind of all the shit that he was going through and mm-hmm. then, who was all trying to take over? He had a lawyer that was trying to take over the show. He had another writer that was trying to take over the show. The whole debacle about um, them firing uh, Bev, Kate uh, McFadden, Kate McFadden, and then Kate, sorry, Kate yeah. McFadden, and then bringing her back in. And um, I did. I, I, there was actually a pretty good uh, uh, description of of so Gene Roddenberry came up with uh, the character of Q. And uh, Chris got a good kick out of this one, so
0: they made it better.
3: <laughs> so uh, um, Gene Roddenberry was an atheist, uh, so he wrote Q as his version of God, and <laughs>
0: which
2: makes a lot of sense as one does.
0: I don't <laughs> know that I, I just took it literally, lovely brain I have, and I was like, this guy's so fucking annoying. I don't get Q. Why did <laughs> why do people like him? I didn't understand, and then he's like, it's I'm like. I don't i I get it now i'm in on it
1: now it it also doesn't help that uh what's his name john Delancey, who plays him is a freaking gem if you ever get to meet the man like at a convention he's just uh, like one of the best people apparently so
2: why was he not in more stuff like he's such a fantastic actor like it's I, i find that interesting on star trek different the different shows deep space nine whatever there's all these actors that are just super high level actors, but you don't see them on a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. I always wondered that.
3: <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> what was that? Like, they're on Gargoyles. They were on Gargoyles.
0: Oh, they're all,
2: they're all on cargoyles. Well, no wonder. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my bad.
3: <laughs> uh, I agree with you, though. There, there were some fantastic actors uh, that just never went beyond that. That's I, the weird
0: thing about like, Acting careers, right? Like yeah.
3: It's so unpredictable who who stays and who keeps going on, right? Yeah. I almost, I if they got like typecast, and then Well, you know, yeah,
2: like 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 for example, the guy that plays Quark, um, the Ferengi guy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, he is such a good actor, but you don't yeah. see him around a lot, you know. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I just find that really interesting. There's several of those kinds of actors, like uh, the in the Dominion. I don't know. I'm gonna get kind of nerdy here, but like. In the Dominion Wars, uh, the guy who was like a clone, they kept making more and more of like he would get killed all the time. They bring another one in, but it was the same guy. You know how I'm talking about the way yeah, vaguely. Yeah. Wayland or something like that. That dude is such a good actor. He's been in every Star Trek basically and played every kind of role you can play in Star Trek with like different makeup. And d- he's been every kind of, even in the old Star Trek, like, um, but you don't see him outside of Star Trek. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Maybe it actually is another universe. Maybe it actually literally is. That'd be cool. Mm. And that's why
3: Marvel's saying there's a multiverse. Mm. So we're literally just pulling actors in from the actual
2: multiverse. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. This is how the reveal happens. This is how the
1: de aging looks so good. It's
2: literally yeah, it's someone cool. else. It's not de aging.
1: It's yeah, it's, uh, yeah. We'll just pull them in for another. Man, this looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks great, does it? Yes,
3: it? does. That's that. That's definitely Samuel Jackson. Yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's that one, and then the other one that I have been watching is called Blow Up. Uh, we miss. Um, Face Off, which was oh, one, like one of our favorite yeah, shows on
0: Sci-Fi.
3: It was on Sci-Fi. It was all about um, prosthetic and like movie makeup and stuff. It was, it was
2: fucking brilliant. Oh, it's and such then, a good
3: show.
2: anyway, it's not. Oh, faithful. I remember that show. Yeah, I forgot about oh, that. Show. Forgot. So it was
3: anyway, like our
0: family show that we would watch. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So
3: anyway, we it's no longer around, and I happened to look up on Netflix, and it, it had Glow Up, which is a a makeup show uh, from the, okay. the BBC. It's from the UK, yeah. and it's it's not as good because mm-hmm. it's, it's like all kinds of makeup. But um, anyway, we're, we've started watching now, and it's it's okay so far. Um, the host is kind of growing on me. She she's so intense and she's a curmudgeon about things, but there's some funny shit that she says, I and mean, I'm okay with it now. It's growing on. Mm. She has a bit, and she like. She has a bit. Oh bit. yeah, she commits it to it. Yeah, big
0: time. She's catchphrase. Ding dong. <laughs> Ding dong. Okay, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. i have no reference. That's what she said.
1: Of our three listeners, the one that listens knows the show is like, oh
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that? yeah, that guy.
1: <laughs> As she's taking a drink. So, what have you been watching, Chris?
0: Um I'm on the 6th season of Gilmore Girls. Um nobody's good on that show. I hate all the characters. Nobody's redeeming. <laughs> it started off so strong. I'm like this is such a fun quirky show and now I'm like everybody is a jerk. So
1: everybody. did everyone change or
0: it's the I don't know cuz it's one thing you know you you have a show with longevity and you're trying to keep the audience interested by new storylines and character development, all that kind of stuff. So the character development they have chosen is petty aggressiveness, like petty passive aggressiveness. That's the line that everybody on the show is going. They just decided everybody needs to go this way. <laughs> I
1: love you said that's their character development, like. The aggressiveness. All right,
0: (laughs) that just seems to be every single character because every single character is snarky at this point. If they get mad at anybody, they turn really mean and bitey to the person they're talking to. Um, Rory has horrible taste in boys and should just never be allowed to date anybody for her own safety. Like she's got really terrible taste. Lorelai's basically Lorelai and Lorelai's mother. Or a combination so it's a little mm. little weird uh-huh. <laughs> um but i i and i'm also grumpy today so it could be a lot of that
3: well you can play about the shows since I, you started this season. oh okay uh, so sorry just me um, um question for you though is what what year are we like what year would have this been
0: this is 2005
3: 2006 when was the writer strike
1: Oh, I don't know. Ooh, it was about that time, but I don't remember exactly. I oh, two thousand six actually sounds pretty close.
0: Because hmm. the writing this season is just because I'm a super connoisseur, obviously, of this stuff. But it was just, <laughs> it's just been really—they're annoying. You know, there are a couple of characters that were annoying already, but that was their shtick that they were annoying. But it's like everybody jumped on their bandwagon.
1: Two thousand
0: seven, two thousand eight was the the. Um, oh, no, not, oh, okay. no, not
1: writers' quite. Guild strike. So no.
0: the show ended. Into <laughs> this
3: then. led to the strike. Okay,
0: uh, this did. <laughs> <laughs> this
2: did. <Everybody> <laughs> we're not taking it anymore.
0: <laughs> Why do it?
2: <laughs> Everyone's so bitchy.
0: They are. They're bitchy. Um. So I've been watching that, and then um we watched um Josie and the Pussycats oh, yeah. with Logan. <laughs>
1: How did that hit? Because I remember liking that movie when it came out.
0: Yeah, Logan's doing a
3: she, she gave it a seven. She, yeah, solid seven. I I'm she's like, I'll good. take it. It's
0: pretty good. She's a, she's a blast to watch movies, but I absolutely love watching her reactions. It's amazing. Yeah, just the best. She's so it's still this role. Um, and I think other than YouTube stuff, that's yeah, and, and glow up that I just we just watched yeah, it. Just I totally so forgot about so.
3: it. <laughs> didn't, I did did. Want- I did want to say uh, chaos on the deck. Uh, the William Shatner is the host of the of the documentary. He doesn't talk a lot, which is one of the very few things that he doesn't actually talk about. But it's free on Plex, so if you go on Plex, so you can actually watch it for free. Which is okay. Not- so yeah, maybe exactly. check that out then. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: Cyrus, what
2: have you been watching? Well, like you, Azoka, and um, you know, it's going to sound weird, but uh, on my. I have this little Google uh, thing that my brother gave me that I watch stuff on on my TV. It's like, uh, I don't know what they call it. The little, it's like the little box, but it's a little, it's not even a box. It's just plugs into the HDMI port, you know.
3: Like it's
2: a fire like, star? It's, yeah, it, it's like that, but it's from Google. I don't know what it's called. I can't keep up. I'm these things with the new names. and It's a dongle of some short. Yeah, dongle. I watched a dongle. Um <laughs> anyway so on that um when i turn it on before i go into youtube or whatever sometimes it'll put like it'll show you like previews of things that are broadcasting live on all these different apps different Mm -hmm. services so i keep uh i keep watching like gi joe cartoons because like these things will (laughs) (laughs) it like shows you stuff that for some reason it knows i might want to see that so it puts it up there and I'm like, all right, I'll watch that one. I haven't seen that one in forever. And I'll I'll watch 15 minutes of the G.I. Joe cartoon. Then, you know, it'll be like half of like pure nostalgia and half of pure cringe at like, oh, that really happened on the (laughs) G.I. Joe cartoon. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. I didn't remember that for some reason, you know. That was weird. Conveniently blocked that out. The the brain, such a strange, deceptive piece of meat.
3: I will
1: will never... I will never forget that it was an episode. I want to say it was in season two of Transformers, but they go to a Middle Eastern country and they literally called it Carbombia. Oh,
0: wow.
1: and I'm just like, like even then I thought that's a little weird. But then, oh well, whatever. I'm kidding, you know. And there's yeah. robots fighting each other, so cool. But yeah, now I'm just like, oh my
2: mm. god, really?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the episode I was watching. Uh, Destro was being chased by Lady J and Flint, and uh, he was in a a Rattler, and they were in uh, the whatever the Tomcats are, the mm-hmm. uh, Skystriker, yeah. And they and he uh, he goes up to this building, and the side of the building just opens up, and then he flies into it, and it closes behind him, and then they can't figure out where he went. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, wow! So that whole building, just a giant skyscraper just uh, the whole side just opens and okay no Mm -hmm. one saw anything huh (laughs) nobody we didn't see nothing Uh, apparently
1: that (laughs) apparently that still works in movies though because i mean that's what happened in the what was it the the 2000 1999 somewhere around that that version of godzilla you know this giant 100 foot tall lizard and they're like where'd he go i don't know we lost him really
2: (laughs) (laughs) in new york he just disappeared huh okay cool well, you know, the lizard people, they blend in where you can't tell them. They look just like everybody else. Sometimes it's hard to tell the difference. It's camouflage. It's camouflage. <laughs> it's all part of the plan.
1: Oh, man. Uh, no, yeah. Well, I, like I said, I've gone back and watched some of those episodes. Some of the Part of the problem though is some of those episodes, like I haven't gone back and watched any G.I. Joe recently, but man, some of the animation, especially in that first season, oof. Transformers was
2: horrible. Oh, my gosh. And the colors are all wrong. And- yep. Just bizarre stuff. And you're like, they even did that in the movie, though. You know, this, the Transformers movie. and Yes, they did. You're just like, what? Like, it's, yeah. It, it. You know what, though? You remember it, and it stays with you. And maybe that's, uh, you know, there's some stuff that you're like, it stays with you for maybe the wrong reason, but you still remembered it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like the those terrible commercials that you hate, but you do remember them. You
0: know?
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: like when I'm driving home and I got the radio on. You know what the radio is, Eugene. You remember radio from back in the, you know, back in the days when we had buggies and horses.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, back then, gotcha.
2: <laughs> so sometimes yeah. I'm listening to that thing that makes the noises in the car. Yeah. You know? And my phone uh, does that, but go on. Yeah. And they'll have a commercial for some beer or whatever, some I I will never understand why we have to hear all the noises of someone drinking something or eating something or. <laughs> For, I'm I'm like, someone- no, it's no, it's, <laughs> it's so irritating. It's like, okay, like you don't have to do that. Like on TV, especially like a TV commercial where somebody drinks something or you don't have to hear. Uh, yeah. You know, you don't have to, like, I could just see it and I understand that that's there. I don't, I just it's, it's pet peeve. I'm sorry.
1: No, I, I totally get you on that. Oh, what okay. were we
2: talking about? What <laughs> <Like, laughs> are you watching,
0: Cy? <laughs> <Good job. Yeah.
3: laughs> Apparently, you're watching commercials that piss you
2: off. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much.
3: I was going to say, you guys were talking about the off color, uh, like Transformers and stuff. Wouldn't it be interesting if they released? a whole line of Transformers based on the off-colors. Okay,
2: so you
1: say that, and they actually have. Uh, (laughs) Oh, no. So in the first episode of Transformers, where they're originally on Cybertron before they've come to Earth and become Earth vehicles, the the Seekers, the Jets, transformed into this weird triangular-shaped jet. Well, they released a version of the three Seekers that looked like that. And then someone, I think it was a a secondhand company, basically made their own version. And they did the three that showed up in like one episode where there was like a green one, a yellow one, and like a purple one or something like that. They never had names. They were never referenced. They just like flew by in literally one scene. And someone was like, yep, I'm going to make that a toy. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: It's like, have you
1: collected everything else? You've got everything, huh? Okay. Okay. (laughs)
3: i just think you know it's all gonna make more more money off that
2: i just want to see like the bumblebee where he's completely yellow and they didn't put the gray you know and you know i want to see what you mean yeah yeah there's an extra hand that comes out of somewhere but you're not sure where (laughs) you know Exactly, Chris.
3: Exactly.
0: (laughs)
1: Exactly.
0: Okay.
2: (laughs) What's funny is someone pointed
1: out the other day, and I I, I can't tell you how many times I've watched the animated Transformers movie. Someone pointed out the other day that um, I think there's two characters. There are two G1 characters that are shown. Some they're, they're shown in two different completely different places. Oh, that's what it was. Um, So as they're, as they're like, Um, Hot Rod is driving up to the mountain. You see, I want to say it's Sunstreaker and I think it's Hound. You see him kind of like helping work or whatever. And then literally when Optimus Prime lands for his big scene, it's Hound and and uh, Sunstreaker are with him. And literally you saw it and they're just like, wait, what? (laughs) And I, I as oh. an adult, I was like, I never noticed that.
2: I I dude, I love when they talk, but it's the wrong voice. Oh my god, yes. I love that. That's that's a, fantastic. That's
1: awesome. Yes. <laughs> Optimus Prime speaking like Soundwave. Yes. Got it, guys.
2: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good times. Wow. We need that in more shows, like they need to do that kind of stuff deliberately in the movies. Like when they make like Transformers, like you know, the next movie comes out. They gotta have a scene like this. I was thinking they should start doing it in modern day
1: cartoons just to see what yeah. the kids say because the kids will be like, What is wrong? <laughs> <laughs>
3: and we'll just die. We'll be like, Wow, that's really strange. Well, it just it
1: happens, you know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it doesn't happen. What do you mean? You know who would get away with it? And I guess they're back now? Futurama.
1: Oh yeah, Futurama oh, yeah. can do that.
3: That reminds me, I've got so I've got a couple
1: episodes of that I haven't watched yet. Mm. So I hear the first couple episodes are okay, and then by about Episode three or four, it kind of starts hitting its stride again. I missed that show. God, that show was funny. It
0: was a good show. So, good show. Yeah. I Throw didn't realize
2: that. they brought it back.
1: Oh, yeah. It's yeah. on Hulu. So, oh. yeah, Isn't because it? the first episode is is specifically, you know, uh, dunking on Hulu, you know, because, you know, that's how they have to do, you know, when they brought it back the first time and the second time, you know, they had to dunk on Comedy Central and whoever else
3: it was that brought them back. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did like when they advertised on The Simpsons to bring it back. Like, <laughs> there was a live episode or something like that that they did for The Simpsons and it was mm-hmm. uh, Bender kind of showed up with a banner like, bring us back or something. Nice. Like that. Wow.
1: That's great. All right. Let's move on to what we've been listening to. Um, I guess we're just going to stay in the order. Uh, and it kind of goes along with what you were talking about, Ray. Uh, so um, I talked about it at the end of our last episode of the Marginal Geeky Show. I just recently listened to Will Wheaton's book, uh, Still Wheaton. Just a Geek. And <laughs> yes and it is him annotating his annotations of his original book just a geek and it's interesting to hear him talk about things you know being he originally wrote it when he was in his early 20s and then he went back and annotated i want to say in his 30s and now that he's in his 40s and he's definitely become more liberal um but just here like I, I even told Ray I'm or not, yeah. I am sorry, I told um uh, um um who did I tell? I told someone I was like, you know, I don't I think you would like the book, but I don't I think it would get on your nerves because he is he's he apologizes a lot in this book. I he's just sad. like what
3: you were saying that to Sean.
1: Did I tell Sean? okay, that's what that's what it was. I couldn't remember if it was Sean or was this other guy I know who's a big Star Trek fan. Anyway, well, um uh but no, it's he does have some interesting story about, about uh Star Trek the next generation. But like he's just like, you know, he he just reads this part and he's just like, God, if I could go back and just I wish I could just slap the shit out of myself. <laughs> he's like, you weren't you weren't being witty, you weren't being smart or funny, you were just being you were being a jackass. Like, stop. Um We've all been there. I, I and <laughs> I think it's an it is an interesting thing that he's done where he can go back and, and kind of look at, you know, his his previous stuff, but um, he does tell some stories in there about being on, uh, on uh, the next generation. Like he talks about how um, uh, Brent Spiner kept getting him in trouble. Cause they'd be at the, they'd be at the consoles while, you know, people are talking, you know, setting up the scene or whatever. And Spiner and him would go back and forth and just start having this, you know, humorous conversation, making voices and laughing and stuff like that. And of course, Spiner being a little bit older person can turn it off really quickly and go back into being serious mode where it takes them a few seconds more. And they're like, wait come on. Mm -hmm. um but he said it's funny because he says you know it it took him it took him most of his life to realize that he's clinically depressed he's like you know i just thought that was how people were and it's like no that's that's not how people are dude like you you're clinically depressed like you need to kind of seek help and he's been seeking help or whatever um and he talks about throughout the book um and i was telling ray and sean about this the other day not to downplay Emotional or um mental abuse and i'm not i'm I'm not trying to downplay it at all, but he does talk about how he was abused growing up uh by his parents. His mom pushed him into acting his his dad never gave him any kind of like um, um, approval or anything, and just were like kind of always down on him or whatever uh and then he gets to talking about this movie that him he and his sister did, and he's in his teens and his sister is much younger. And they were literally physically abused and like his mom didn't step up at all. And i was just like, I was already at 90% there. And after that, I'm just like, Oh no, dude. Yeah. Your, your parents were absolute garbage. I'm I'm sorry about that. Um, But he talks about how he's, you know, happy and healthy. You know, he, he loves his wife. He loves his kids. um, And um, how he, you know, it took a while, but he finally realized that he was running away from Star Trek and he shouldn't have been because that's, that's his real family. Like he refers to Gates McFan as space mom. And he's just like, you know, at first I kept saying, man, I wish, I I wish, uh, Jonathan Frakes was my dad, but you know what? He's, he's space dad. I just call him space dad now. So, you know, uh, how everyone was so open and they're just, they had no, he was, he was so private. He didn't, he kept that stuff even from them. And when they came around and learned about it, they were just really like, man, we didn't, we didn't know we would have been there for you, but I'm, I'm here for you now. And so Mm. like, Even some of the other crews from different Star Trek shows are like, yeah, we're close, but like, y'all are like legit family. Y'all are a legitimate family the way y'all act and you know interact with each other and stuff like that. So, but it was it was an interesting book, Mm -hmm. long, but it was a good book. I
3: I find that that family piece really shows in the card, especially this. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: I saw I saw a podcast episode that's. Hosted by the guy who used to play Lex Luthor on Smallville. Oh yeah. yeah, Michael Rosen something. Yeah, yeah. Rosenbaum or something yeah. like that. Yeah, he uh, he interviewed Frakes on there, and it was fascinating. And he talked about what you're talking about, the stuff with the uh, Bill Wheaton, mm-hmm. and and he had a lot of guilt because they didn't know what was going on and stuff. And then when they found out about stuff, it was uh you know it was difficult. You know for everybody to uh to process you know um yeah there's you know it, like you said though they're a family they have their their uh their good stuff and they have their their stuff they've struggled with that's yeah. it's like a it's like a real family you know?
1: yeah so but yeah so if if you are a if you're a star trek fan especially if TNG, definitely read it. But if you um uh if you like Will Wheaton, definitely, you know, read it as well. It um What's the, I, name the reason the I specifically read it was because I got to go to a convention a couple of weeks ago, uh, Galaxy Con here in Austin. They were killing it Star Trek wise. Like they had Jonathan Frakes, they had uh LeVar Burton, Brent Spiner, uh Gase McFadden, Will Wheaton. And he was the only one I paid money to actually meet. Uh, Number one kind of happened to hold back on money. We'll get to that in a second. But um, he was the only one I paid to go meet. And he was super, like his line was long because he interacted with people. Like it wasn't just like, oh, here's your book, sign, you know, next person. He interacted with people. He talked with everyone. And I specifically wanted to meet him because I had decided a while back, I've talked about this on some of the other shows, that there were three people I really wanted to meet and say essentially thank you to. The first one was Peter Cullen. Uh, Optimus Prime, tell him thank you for being my hero. I got to do that. I got to meet Will Wheaton and basically basically say thank you for tabletop because you went, reintroduced me to board gaming, which helped bring my friends and my family together. Uh, so I got to do that mission accomplishment that. So if, uh, if I can ever figure out a way to meet uh, Bill Murray, uh, I can complete the, the triad. So, but we'll see. He's kind of he's definitely the white whale. So, <laughs> but anyway. What
2: was the the name of that book again? uh, Still just a geek. Okay,
1: I may grab it here in just a second so I can show it off. Like I said, it's it's a it's a hefty tome. So, Ray, what have you been reading or listening to? I'm sorry,
3: listening to. So I've been listening to um, a podcast uh, called Sword and Oh Sword and Laser. No. Okay. Sword and shield, sword and no, sword and. Do do do. Sorry, pause for a quick. uh I'm not
2: editing this out. That was a pain in the
3: butt last Sword and sickle. sword and scale. Scale. Sorry, I don't have
0: the glasses on.
3: Close enough which uh it's uh very interesting if you're into uh real crime um hmm. it's it definitely does some dark so
2: real crime yeah it's, what was it from like medieval stuff or I,
3: that's what i was wondering too <laughs> no uh so this was um this is different uh murder or other types of uh, uh yeah. sorry illegal <laughs> stuff uh and it's just a breakdown of so they actually play the audio from like the confessions and uh the the audio for the body cams as well when certain things are, are being investigated and things like that. So it's kind of a breakdown as to the investigation and how it all ended up and then kind of how it mm. turned out in the uh yeah. in the end as well. So it's interesting if you like that kind of stuff. If you haven't I, I guess this is like the go to for for that type of stuff. So um, I was asking another person who enjoys this. uh,
0: Not not this
3: one. (laughs) No, No. she's a, she's a um, podcast this way. But anyway, uh, I was talking to her and she, she suggested sword and scale. And uh, so I've been enjoying it. I will say I prefer to listen to them off their website because those ones don't have um, all the the ads, the ads, which is like, Holy crap. Like the these latest couple episodes, about three and a half minutes in and then I can start listening to it. Like it's <laughs> jeez,
1: Yeah. About a minute's about the maximum I wow. can handle.
3: Yeah. So I just skip until I hear, oh, okay, now I can listen. <laughs> jeez, three and a half minutes. Wow,
1: that <laughs> that's longer now, than a normal that's longer than a commercial break for tele like over the air yeah.
3: television now. Yeah. Now the the episode some of that's like his intro music and other stuff as well. But uh, the, the, and the episodes can usually be an hour, an hour or 45 minutes, but still it's, um, the other one that I'm listening to as well is Heart Starts Pounding. I think I've mentioned it before, but um, it's interesting because it's not just about uh, murder mysteries or anything like that. It's about um, paranormal and other stories that are just from around the area and, and, and from different decades and stuff like that, uh, which... It's a newer podcast from last year, so
1: yeah, cool. Yeah, when you when you you said true crime, I was just like, did Laney get you started on this?
3: No, I, um, I was, was going to be a cop, right? Like I was what I was originally went to high or went to post. Uh, no, college college for old school. Anyway, <laughs> Not bad. Um, yeah. So uh, I've always been interested. In my was cops all through my family, yep. and so it's always been. In my blood to to be intrigued by that stuff. Fair enough.
0: Yeah, we know somebody. She um, she really likes true crime stuff. She's like
3: that's she, her that's her rabbit hole. She falls asleep to the Jeffrey Donner tapes. Like yeah. the oh <laughs> yes oh
0: <laughs> hello. She's like she's perfect. great. She's awesome, but
3: she goes to therapy for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> we love you.
1: That's hilarious. Uh, well, Chris, what have you been listening to? Um,
0: not, not that <laughs> anything he said. I'm not listening to. Um, uh, I'm listening, listening to the Death Hollows, by the Breech and Gale. I love this. Is my I think my fifth Sixth. listen through, maybe Sixth. six, maybe full listen. Though we've done a lot of partials, mm-hmm. but anyway, wow. um, always <laughs> yes. He's
2: just <laughs> a
3: dick in the books.
0: He's horrible all around the only redeeming quality of Snape is Alan Rickman. Um, mm. I just don't I anyway, uh, yeah, I'm I love it. I don't know why Jim Dale's very soothing to me and I enjoy his narration. He's the he's the narrator I compare everybody, every other narrator to is Jim Dale for me. Um, I just love his his voices and his accent and yeah, so that's what I've been I've been listening to. And then I'll listen to to Jen's book.
3: Yeah, because it's quick. Gotta do that, too. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, that's it. So you haven't you
1: haven't started it.
0: Right.
1: I've got about an hour left. Well, two hours, because, you know, I I listen to it double speed. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to listen to it again. I'm afraid. (laughs) I didn't
0: know you did that. (laughs) It's it's, a lot. Is it like that?
1: The title does not match the information being presented. Oh, would 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 so neither of y'all have listened to it yet, right? No. Okay.
0: Not yet. Spoilers are fine. Not yet.
1: No, that's all. That's all I'm going to say because I would like your genuine opinion. Okay. (laughs) I did tell Sean. Um, I'm just going to tell you right now. You're going to want to skip this one. (laughs) He's like, no, I'm now I'm interested. I'm like, fine, you do you, man. But (laughs) (laughs) wow, so good to know. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, it's it's a lot of information that I'm just like, this is not what I was I was hoping for, because when I heard the title, how to do nothing, I was like, and then you kind of read the synopsis, you're like, no, this this sounds interesting. How to to pull back from, you know, society's, you know, draws on you and stuff like how to how to kind of, you know, get on your own track. And I'm just like, that sounds fantastic. You know, fantastic. And that's not what I'm getting. But anyway, (laughs) so we'll see. Okay. That should be interesting, Cyrus. Yeah. So what you've been, what have you been listening to?
2: Huh? well, um, I have been on a weird kick, um, going back and listening to '80s music quite a bit. Uh, I think this started when I watched that last season of Stranger Things, and I really started. I don't know, man. Like, you just start seeing stuff in your feed, and then I started. I watched. I started watching documentaries about. You know, rock stars and stuff. Like, I watched a really good one about NXS mm-hmm. uh, and Michael Hutchinson and how all that. And then Billy Idol, I got really interested in Billy Idol's story. There was a really cool uh, documentary that talked about Madonna. You went into her like story about her, how where she came from and her reasoning for some of her decisions that she made, and some of the controversies and crazy shit she got involved in. The 80s was really fascinating. You know, what's really cool is there's a lot of stuff that you might not know as much about from that period because we didn't have the Internet. And you can dive into some of these documentaries and really learn a lot of really cool stuff about the people and who they really like. The NXS documentary was so cool because I really didn't know much about that band. Mm-hmm. and i like i didn't i didn't know they were from australia you know and like learning about their how they started and how they played all these like clubs and bars and stuff forever they did that for years and years and years before anybody ever discovered them uh it's very interesting stuff um yeah that's that's what i've been doing i i i'm i like all kinds of different music and different things and uh I've been talking about, I was talking with a, a friend of mine named Luke and we were talking about um, Michael Crichton books. He was, he was reading the, uh, what was he reading? Um, what was that? It's got a weird name. Uh, Dragon teeth or something like Dragon's that. Dragon's teeth. Yeah. 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 And uh, I was like, man, I haven't heard that one. And he's like, heard that one. I'm like, Oh yeah. I used to listen to audiobooks all the time. I just have gotten out of it. And I started to think maybe I need to get audible. You know, maybe I need to, get back into audiobooks Cause now I have a job where I can do audiobooks again. I'm like, that sounds like a good idea. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to get back into some books again. I'm, I'm kind of excited about it.
1: Nice. Yeah. But, I, I, I don't know what I would do if, uh, if I didn't have audible, like, um, cause if I get through all my podcasts, I have a job also where I can listen to stuff. If I get through all my podcast, I just like, all right, well, To go through this, you know, book again or whatever, like kind of like Chris is doing. I do have certain series that I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna go through this again while I'm kind of you know in between you know starting a new series or reading a new book or something like that. So, um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I freaking love Audible. Like, (laughs) I don't, I I can't imagine like when it comes to like if I had to like get rid of some streaming services, I'd get rid of them before I get rid of Audible. Like, it's Mm. that's that's not even a question. So,
3: yeah, yeah, we're on the same page. So,
2: or or Audible page, huh? oh, we're <laughs> <doctors>? <laughs> I, I don't
1: know. Okay, we're gonna leave it there. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's move on to what we're thinking about. <sighs> so, Cyrus, I, uh, I don't know if I've talked to you since this happened. Uh, Christy and I have signed paperwork, and we are building a new house.
2: Yeah. Like a, like a full size house or a little house. No full size house. Like full, for, full yeah. size. Like Legos or not? no? Yeah. I'm gonna live in it. <laughs> <laughs> you it's can great. live in a Lego house, if It's big enough. Maybe.
1: Um. Yeah. So uh, because of the area it's in, Christy and I were looking, and originally the plan was we were gonna live here for another two or three years, and then try to maybe move whenever the boys get into college or get in high school. And it just we've been we started kind of checking around, started asking some questions. And it's just like, yeah, we're gonna finish building in this subdivision and we're we're building houses for Ray's already laughed when I told him this before, uh, for about $195 a square foot. But when we start in this other subdivision, it's gonna go up to like 230 And I'm just like, oh, that's a lot of more money. Um, so Christy and I got to looking at it. And we found a lot. We found a builder. It's actually the same builder we're, we're, who built this house. And we have signed paperwork. And we're probably going to be putting this house up for sale in about January. And maybe moving into our... Um, I, re- I've heard, I refer to it as our final home, essentially. Uh, we're moving into our oh. retirement home. That um, <laughs> it
2: sounds, it sounds ominous. I
1: know. It does sound ominous, the doesn't it? The final home. Final home. Uh, but anyway, so we're looking at doing that in maybe as early as, as like like into february beginning of march like it kind of depends on um kind of depends on how the weather goes uh i mean they're forecasting we're supposed to have a harsh wet winter so i have a feeling that that mm. date's going to get pushed back but anyway uh so christian and i everything's was going pretty good figured out yeah we can afford the payments and this that and the other and all this other good stuff <sighs> and then we went to go sign some paperwork on sunday and finalize some stuff and it turns out The conversation should have been a little more upfront, or a little more heavily defined because the final price that we settled on for the house, uh, we we knew like one of the, the, this builder's policy is that any upgrades you have to pay for before the house is built. Fair enough. I already knew that, knew that was coming. What I didn't know was that the final price that we settled on for the house did not include the upgrades. Oh, so, essentially, this price for this house that we were looking at—I'm uh, not—I I'm, can tell y'all it's fine. It's uh, about four forty-two. dollars
0: okay.
1: Um, with the upgrades right now, um, we're looking at about eighteen grand. Now, that's not without them figuring out what the tile is going to be throughout the entire house. Like, it's—it's it's in most of the living areas, but we're like, no, we don't want to do carpet anymore. We're going to go straight tile so it's not like i can i don't know how to put down tile i don't even know if i could match the current tile that's going to be in the house you know what i'm saying so it it has i kind of need to do this right up front uh for the audio listeners ray was raising his hand Uh, (laughs) Um, but anyway um so yeah so that may be another six or seven grand to it so what it boils down to is christy and i are now trying to figure out all right well how do i basically come up with a car yeah (laughs) not just a car payment like a full-ass car yeah and pay for that before we essentially start building on this house and so it's like okay well originally i was all right with the idea of it being 442 but now it's like house may be 472 by the time it's all said and done i'm just like "What, what what universe am i in that i'm building a half a billion dollar house like i'm a fucking educator like a public educator but like my current house is worth double what it is you know i built it for and that was not quite 20 years ago like the market is stupid insane and so you know we keep talking to all these people and they're like well the interest rates will come down you know they're still trying to keep, you know, prevent us from going into uh a, a you know, a depression. So they're trying to keep inflation down. So we're like, okay, cool. So I mean, I I know, you know, just looking at how things would go. The 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 rates will come down eventually. But until they do, like my mortgage may be at like seven percent, seven and a half percent. And I they're talking like, about
2: raising it again. I know.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, See, and that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: so it's like I heard that too, Cyrus. They're talking about they may even raise it one more time because uh, inflation's pretty much leveled off, and they're like, "All right, now it's time to start beating it back." And it's like, "Well, we'll raise the rate one more time." It's like, "Yay!" So yeah, anyway,
2: um, have you thought about turning tricks? I, I know, right?
1: <laughs> we have some options. We we. How are your feet?
0: How are Christy's feet? Huh? I know, right? <laughs> I'm if I didn't have tattoos on I- my
1: head,
0: <laughs> um hey, I you know, people that... are
1: into all kinds of stuff, you know. I know, right? I will I'm gonna I'm gonna mention y'all said that that's funny. Um <laughs> at this point you'd be like, Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> um, you,
2: can, right? you can try doing uh, Ubers, lots of Ubers. You know, as long as I got the car done
1: done up like the Ecto, I bet I can make a mint doing that. So <laughs> but uh actually I'm in the wrong business. come well, I'll I'll tell you about this later. Anyway, um so yeah, so <laughs> that's what I'm That's kind of what I'm dealing on right now. It's, It's I I know we can handle this. I know we can do this financially. We may just have to tighten our belts a little bit more than we already are, but it, it is doable. Mm. The goal is that feasibly once I start, you know, once we get this house moved into and everything that uh, since we don't owe anything else, we don't have any student loans. I don't have any car payment. I don't have anything else. I just have, I'll just have the house. I'm hoping I can get it paid off if not almost all the way paid off by the time we retire so that when I do retire, I shouldn't have to go. I, I shouldn't have to find another job. Now, if I go find something or if I decide, Hey, I'm going to make stuff in my shop and sell it, you know, cool. But I don't want to have to like do like so many other teachers and educators. I see they retire. You have to stay away for like six months to a year and then they come back and you make damn good money doing that. But I'm just like, Nope, I'm done. I am yep. done with this BS. I'm
2: out. <laughs> Let me ask so, you a question. Uh, Let me ask you a question. Yeah. When you were young, did you ever think you would be buying a half a million dollar house? Hell no, dude. I didn't think I was ever going to be.
1: Okay, so there's a running joke. You know the. You know how sometimes you tell someone something and it just sticks in their brain and they will forever make fun of you about it. Uh-huh. Christy and I are newly married. We're hat. We're thinking, oh well, maybe we start looking at buying a house or whatever. We start looking and I being in my early 20s and not knowing what was going on. I literally remember asking her, like, she was like, well, what about this? What about this? And I was like, well, what do you want? Like a $50,000 house? And she's like, yeah, I want like $150,000 house. And I was like, what? Because I had no clue what it was. <laughs> <house. laughs> uh, so yes, Cyrus, the idea that this, this I'm paying this much for a home is still blowing my mind. But then again, like I said, the market, the market here in Texas has gotten so crazy because of all of the influx of people uh, from California to be quite honest because a lot of people from California moved here and was like a house is, you buy a house for half a million dollars I'll take three good sir like it's it's yeah. insane and so like people were like when covid was happening and people were moving in and shortly after literally like people would put a, you know a house on the market in the Austin area and, like, within like seconds, they got that offer and then started getting double and sometimes triple what they were asking for it's it's insane, which yeah. you know part of me is just like, "Hey, you want to fucking go back to California but <laughs> but they're anyway, not going back I, I, they're not going back, no, like, they're not going back, so yeah, but uh yeah. yeah, so that's that's what I've been thinking about is <laughs> how I'm am sorry. I gonna do it I know i I know I can do it. It's just swallowing this.
0: Well, well that's so. not, that's not, what? it's not a small amount of money. And no. when you are fully really prepared and you have done the math for this specific price, and, and you think you say, have, oh, we'll yeah, this oh, by way. the way, that was just the base price. And you're like, okay, it, yeah, that's the- a good stock, right?
1: The woman that we're dealing with, I really do feel like she has us in her best interest. She is trying to help us out as much as possible, like kind of cutting some numbers down whenever she can and, and you know, trying to help help us out with some incentives and stuff. I I really think it just comes down to the fact that I wish the conversations were split up a little better. Like literally it's like, okay, let's discuss, okay, we're going to move this wall. We're going to make this room a little bigger. We're going to do this, that, and the other. Okay. This is all base price stuff. All right. End of conversation. Either new conversation or come back tomorrow and yeah. we will discuss what the extra stuff is. Like a very clear delineation of this is base, yeah. this is extra. Yeah. And yeah. it just kind of blurred together and that's where the problem came into being. So but,
0: you know, because it's been 20 years since you built yes, that it has been. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. things have changed and you know, real estate laws and all that, building laws of codes and all that have changed too in that time. So yeah, a little refresher would be nice. Yeah. And Size, right because yeah. you do you get caught up it's fun it's exciting you know to pick out new things in the novelty of it all but yeah like that it would have been real great to have a clear cut this is just the base right right up at front base extras you want
3: which mm-hmm. one right and exactly so you
0: that out on sunday when you've already been basically-
3: everything right? yeah,
0: yeah and plan things and are mentally prepared to what's going to happen in the new year and you yeah. get kind of hit with that yeah it's yeah
2: of sucks. <laughs> You know, Eugene, it's a lot of numbers, but most of them are zeros.
0: Yeah. Zero. <laughs> you are, Cyrus.
3: You are. <laughs> That's
2: true. you have a wonderful way of putting that in perspective. Thank you, Cyrus.
3: <laughs> Chris and I often joke about, like, listen, a hundred, a hundred years from now, we're not going to give a fuck.
0: No, because we'll be dead.
3: That's right. That's <laughs> true too. Yeah.
1: So yeah. So what all you of come- our
3: worries don't mean shit. 100%. You know what? Yeah. What am I worried about? Fuck it. Buck up. <laughs> <laughs> all right ray what have you been thinking about Uh, your (laughs) mortgage so am i (laughs) um a few different things so one is i hate politics so there's that small thing and you know why can't we just fucking get along that'd be nice Mm -hmm. um Yeah, just the little things in life. Uh, and then the other thing, um, I had something, but about Logan's future. Well, all right, so yeah. There you go. Well, I was gonna say that one, but I didn't know. Anyway, so yeah, Logan's contemplating uh, which colleges to apply to, and Mm. uh, so on.
0: She has to apply by December. Yeah, so
3: we're going through the different options for her and kind of what's all going on with that. And um, so I get to do my research, which is I do enjoy doing research. So it's uh, contemplating all the different fun things about that. and uh, So all that's been good. Um, But, yeah, just kind of trying to see which ones are going to fit for her wants and what she'd like to do and then kind of break it down in a way that what are the pros and cons of each one? Yeah, so, for, yeah.
0: for her to make her decision. So,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, always I, fe- before, I always figured Logan would go to the Professor Xavier school. That's what <clears throat> Oh,
3: the look! Oh! <laughs> if you could see, man, you'd be sick. <sighs> I have to give him points for that one. That was good. <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, no, so she is. Can I let them know? on the internet That's why I'm asking. Can I let them know what you're looking at or not?
2: Sure. Probably not a good idea. Yeah. Oh, She's she considering
3: she said, okay. uh, considering um, interior design. Uh, nice. So yeah. uh, to to get a bachelor uh, degree, of, of, yeah, yes. yeah, have of uh, interior design, and that way she can kind of get into that stuff and see where it goes. So there's a couple of different options that we've looked at, and mm-hmm. one of the schools I found. Uh, uh i found a video about uh like a campus tour when it, when COVID was going on that yeah. so on youtube they still had this campus tour and i was able to show logan last night and uh let's just say she was a little bit surprised by it hmm. <laughs> that
0: school has a reputation for being a party school
3: yes, yes. Mm-hmm. so and her there's, yeah they're saying uh there's a reputation of it being a party school but when we actually look through the the video and everything, there's a lot of really yeah, good stuff about school. Yeah, uh, and the tuition actually includes a lot of really good stuff too, like yeah. free um, free bus pass uh, yeah. around anywhere in the city and like a few other things as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's where my mind's been. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> as well anything, as well.
1: anything close, or
0: she's got her top schools. Like she gets to yeah. so for how we do it in Ontario is if you're College and university are different. So university, um, you have three you can pick, like three um, that you can choose. And then after that, the fee um, you have to, the fee goes up the more schools you apply to. Oh, yeah. College, you have up to five. Yeah. So she's decided to go to college. Um, and she's got her five, but they're in order. And the one that we were looking at last night jumped a few spots.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing, too, with with college and university, so college is very... Hands on, and yeah. uh, it's more, practical. it's more practical. Your universities are, are all theory and, and uh, that kind of stuff, so uh, it is very, yeah, they are very different that way. So, yeah, okay, yeah. The only other thing I'm, I've been contemplating is my career and really thinking about that a little bit more. And mm-hmm. where well, I, can, like,
2: I hear Eugene needs a bunch of tile laid, <laughs> I heard that. Oh, have a green character down
0: there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have to be cash into the table,
2: yeah.
3: Now it's recorded, so oh, I
0: can't. I'm sorry, <laughs> <sighs>
1: uh, Chris. What are you thinking about?
0: Um, funnily enough, this time around, nothing so profound. Um, I would been reading um, the last two books that I read were, um, the whole like you with Jen's, but the synopsis, you're like, oh, and then you read it, and you're like. What the fuck was this? None of none of that was in the synopsis. I don't understand,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and the way it ended. So this particular last book that I read, um, I literally threw it after I finished it. Oh wow! It was terrible. <laughs> and the problem is, I got influenced by book books to read because
2: This wasn't the Wheel of Time series, was it?
0: Not yet. I have read the prequel. I, have, I haven't I have made the commitment to Wheel of Time.
2: Don't. Okay.
0: Oh, <laughs> is not a fan. I have heard that there's, like, some good ones and then some, like, you just sort of have to, like, bite the bullet and just read because they're terrible to get to the next thing. And I guess the last one, it has, like, amazing battle scene or something. Um, I'm saving myself that trauma. Um, I have other traumas to experience first. so. <laughs>
1: This. I'm prioritizing my traumas. Gotcha.
0: I'm um, so I think I just
1: maybe that should be the title of the show. Hold on, I gotta re-
2: Prioritizing <laughs> the, Your Trauma. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> prioritizing
3: my traumas. Yes. Um, I, my trauma. I like that.
0: That is a t-shirt. Sure. Thank you. Um, but the books books to and book talk are very, especially in the um, like the romanticy genre that I do like to read, which is a romance fantasy hybrid. Um, this one was on like a lot of people's lists that they were like, if you like this, you'll love this. And I'm like, well, okay. So I finally found it because it's a series and it's been out for a few years. So the first one's always hard to find. Um, so I finally found it 600 pages. I'm like, I can do that. That's easy. And I start reading. I'm like, okay, okay. I mean, all right, all right. I've read this is similar. That's fine. Whatever. Nothing's new. And then the main the main male character comes in, and I'm like, okay, that's very familiar. And the more it gets along, and then it was like the last fifty pages. I'm like, I'm just reading about a medieval Edward Cullen. Oh my God, I can't do this. She's Bella. This is Edward, and I got so flustered. He had to leave because
3: Twilight for those Twilight. Who, yeah, those.
0: I was just like, this is stupid. This is dumb. There's been a big, big trend in writing that seems, especially in the romantic genre, that you have the big grumpy alpha male who's like.
3: He's he's controlling controlling, but in
0: like a for your protection kind of way. And he's I'm like I'm doing it for, you. I'm doing it it for you. you. Yeah. And it's also, you know, I'm I'm saving you from yourself because you're such a klutz. And you know, things like that. And it's
3: I killed the whole town to save you. you.
0: Yeah. Also, I put all <laughs> the dudes who attacked you up on the wall. Are you not pleased? Look, they're all dead to
3: you. Oh, their heads are on spikes. I did okay.
0: that for you. Please. <laughs> and so I'm getting really annoyed with that whole that whole alpha male thing because it sort of for me it gets I'm like can't I just read about a nice guy who sort of shows up on a horse and wants to have nice communication with the girl he thinks is cute like can I read about that? <laughs> I don't why why does he have to be an asshole? Why does he have to be broody? What? Just a second. I'm on a. I know.
3: I'm seeing that. Um,
0: and then, and then, because I get it. Because that was the second book in a row that got, was really popular. That people like especially, and it's women too who are promoting all this stuff. And I'm like, why? In what world do you think he goals? Why is this a thing? Hmm. You like? Is your partner a jerk? Are you single? Who hurt you? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> why? This particular type of character is so popular in romance novels because, I mean, I get it. It's all fiction and of this is real. But at some point, characters have to be a little bit relatable. You have to kind of like them. And all the guys in these books, I'm like, oh, my God. If I read about one more guy who's, like, jealous and who hurt you and, like, I love you, so, like, do as I say because it's for your own good and, and uh, whatever. Anyway. It's terrible. That's what I'm thinking about. It's driving me nuts. This new book I'm reading so far has been awesome. Um, way better so far. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jinx myself, and I might have thrown that book across. So. <laughs> I
3: asked for too to put it in the freezer.
0: And I'm like, no, that's for scary books.
3: <laughs> what friends? It's reference. a friends Never reference mind. when oh. Joey
0: and Rachel swap books. Like Joey puts books in the freezer. He was really reading. Scared. He was reading The Shining and he put the book in the freezer cuz it creeped him out. So, then him and was fair enough. No, <laughs> she watched the So then yeah. him and Rachel swapped. He was reading Little Women and when it gets to the part where Beth is really sick, Rachel said, like, "Do you want to put the book in the freezer?" <laughs> so
3: he puts the book in, she in, still puts the, book in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: Yeah, so I just I think I'm tired. I'm really really annoyed at the popularity of these romance fantasy romance novels where the main Male characters, also the main love interest. Is an absolute douche
3: nozzle. There was a a TikTok and the girl
0: likes it for some stupid reason. Like it's fucking endearing to her.
3: Uh. <laughs> there was a TikTok or something that you sent me, and it was talking about alpha males, and it was like, why would you want to be alpha? That's the first of something, and usually, yes, not good. <laughs> it's <laughs> I think it's,
1: it's be better yeah. to be beta. I mean, at least at least you've gone through one revision. I mean.
0: <laughs> Wait, that's right. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that's what I, it, I'm
2: annoyed yeah. by that. Uh, Cyrus, what have you been thinking about? Oh, uh, right now I'm thinking about uh, <laughs> these crazy <laughs> vampires or whatever the hell's going on with that. Um, <laughs> what have I been thinking about? Uh, I've been absorbed in working on stuff, and uh, I don't know. What have I been thinking about? That's an interesting question. Um. huh it's a strange world we live in you know and it gets stranger every day and i think that's why i spend so much time thinking about uh older things things that i'm more familiar with or i want to become more familiar with that are older Mm -hmm. because a lot of the stuff that goes on today doesn't make a lot of sense to me and are little, you
1: are you one of those subscribers to the idea that in um i've heard people say 2020 i've heard people say 2016 i've heard people say even going back to 2001 uh that that's when the code broke and uh,
2: i believe it is simulation possible. is just going
1: it, off the rails slowly i
2: <laughs> i watched that show uh Westworld uh-huh. and there was on the second season of Westworld there's a scene where the indian guy says this is the wrong world. And that really resonated with me because I was like, yeah, man, at some point we split the timeline and we're, we're in a divergent timeline that I'm very confused about. Um, I don't know about a lot of things, so I don't get involved in a lot of conversations about like current events. I don't watch the news. Like I used to What I don't ever watch the news anymore. Just like, I'll see news headlines pop up and stuff. That's how I found out about that earthquake the other day. I was like, oh my God. It's mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah. But uh I try to keep to myself a lot more, you know, because I'm not trying to you know, this social internet thing, it's crazy. It well, doesn't yeah. make any sense, you know? It just doesn't make any sense. I think happiness is something that you find in the real world. I don't think you're gonna find it on the internet. And uh I think that unfortunately, a lot of people think that the internet can substitute for the real world, and it's a trap. You know, Admiral Akbar was right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like even places where you think you would find like camaraderie and and people like, oh, we have the same interests, and you know, no. It's a trap. It's all weird. And and there's so much like uh, stuff that goes on that you find out about later and you're like, wow, what the hell am I doing? And who are these people? And what, you know, it's weird. You know, it's amazing that we all kind of came together in before this, this thing like ripened, Uh you know, like we became, you guys, I, Chris Ray, you're from the original Canada, okay? You're from <laughs> the you're from the Canada that I grew up. In. I I know that Canada. I know who you are. I know there's <laughs> another Canada now. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? And yeah. I'm like, I don't understand that Canada. You know, mm-hmm. it's like Texas. We're now California. <laughs> you know, like, uh, but we're not. We're this. quite sp- right. Almost. Everything's just crazy. Everything's just crazy. You know, the weather's crazy, you know, Yeah, the, everything's crazy. So I, I try not, to, what am I thinking about Eugene? I try not to think about a lot of stuff. <laughs> like even like, know. even like the idea of thinking about stuff is very like stressful to me. I'm like, uh, oh, what do I have to think? Do I really have to thank God. I have a job now where I can go. And really not have to think about too much. I can go and just do my mechanical, like, you know, process of, you know, you know, like the, you know, old school Looney Tune conveyor belt kind of thing. I'm very happy with that. I could put my headphones on. I could listen to NXS or whatever. And I'm cool with that because I don't want anybody to ask my opinion about anything ever in the rest of my life, because I don't know how I don't even know. Like Mm -hmm. I don't have opinions (laughs) like like everyone else has them good for them. Go enjoy, do that. I'm happy to just hang out with my friends and talk about what we know and what we love and share our lives and not get into that, cesspool of insanity you know that's what's that's what i've been thinking about fair enough
0: no i feel very i i completely understand how you feel it's like um it's like paring down your life so that boys get cut out whatever is chris
2: you you and ray started me on a thought process this has been a couple years now oh of thinking about minimization like getting rid of things paring back get like eliminating i used to collect all kinds of crap and i've had to sell a lot of stuff and it's been fantastic Mm -hmm. the less stuff you have the more your life is worth you know stuff is like this anchor
3: and it Mm -hmm. weighs
2: you down and the less stuff i own i feel so much better so Thank you. I'm glad you brought that up. It reminded me to thank you. I've been meaning to thank you. You guys have had a very significant effect on my mental process for the past several years. So thank you.
0: Thank you. That's very sweet. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. The less noise, the more it's peaceful.
2: Absolutely. Yes. Peaceful, less noise. Yes. Thank you.
0: Enough, right? Like then the, you just get into activism fatigue, and you're like, I can't fucking give a shit about everything. Oh um, gonna yeah, I, and yeah.
2: that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know what to. I don't have. I don't have any activism anymore. I used to really do. I had. I mean, not to get into political stuff, but once upon a time, me and my wife, we were like, we actually conducted a, a caucus. You know, we were. Yeah, we, we we went around neighborhoods putting out flyers for Obama. You know, okay. I was a hardcore believer in Obama and mm-hmm. that didn't carry forward past that whole uh, time, you know, and now I'm completely I don't I don't want to know about politics. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> I have nothing to do with any of it. I'm out out mm-hmm. completely. Yeah. So, yes, I understand. Yeah, I get you. you.
1: Well, because it's already, uh, we've been going for a little over an hour already, and I think Sai has a hard out, uh, we're going to skip the what we've been doing <laughs> question this time, which is perfectly fine. We we kind of just tacked it on last time, or, you know, a couple episodes ago, just because we were like, oh, eh, we could fill a little more space. Uh, so we will save that for next month when we actually check back in and talk about what we've been working on, the projects and stuff we've been working on, you know, what we've been doing. So, uh With that said, I guess that is our episode for the month, ladies and gentlemen. If you would, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, uh, Google, uh, YouTube, wherever you watch or listen to the show. I keep wanting to say Stitcher, but Stitcher's not a thing anymore for podcasts. Um, You can find us at epicallygeeky.com where you can find the other shows we do, including the Epically Geeky Show, Marginally Geeky, and Sustainably Geeky Shows. You can find us on social media. I'm getting better on posting it Uh, (laughs) at Epically Geeky on Facebook, Instagram. I think I still post on X, whatever the hell that thing. I don't care. Anyway, (laughs) I think no one does anymore. Ray, where can we find you online? Not
3: on X. (laughs) 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 Uh, The Reluctant Yeti on Instagram. I'm still on there. Um, I'll post again someday. Maybe.
1: There you go. Fair enough. Chris, what
2: about you?
0: On Instagram at Moody midlife.
2: Cyrus, are you doing anything online? i'm i yes and it's it's bleeding into the physical world because i'm making magazines and we and we are going to have to talk about that because that is interesting as shit (laughs) yeah my newest edition just came out the third magazine in the series and uh i don't know when this will people will hear this but uh if you're interested in retro video games uh that's what i'm doing cool nice And as always,
1: you can follow my individual Wacky Adventure online at Optimachine on Facebook, Instagram, X. I think I'm on threads. I don't know. Whatever. I don't care. Anyway, for everyone on this site, have a good night.
0: a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network.